and welcome to the Get Empowered podcast. Your host, Erica here. I'm so dang excited for this week's episode. And we're going to talk all about what it's like when you move across the country or move out of your hometown. I've been seeing this all over social media. I've been seeing the concept of being the long distance daughter or relative and being the person that leaves their hometown and how difficult that can be and what that's like. And if you don't know my story, I actually lived in four different states in four years. So I have a lot of experience with quote starting over, with moving across the country. And so we're going to talk about that today in case you are someone that's ever wanted to live somewhere new and you're scared or you don't know what it's like or if you're contemplating this. So we're going to dive into that today. Let's get started. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast, your host, Eric here, and I am so excited for this week's episode to start off with something I am grateful for. That is good friends and game nights. So last night we had a game night with some of our good friends. If you have not played Settlers of Catan, I recommend it. It is such a fun game. It's very competitive. (laughs) Kyle and I always get a little too into it. But I love that game. So I'm just really grateful for good, solid friendships because it is just so needed, especially right now. I feel like I'm just in this phase where I'm just really needing to hone into the solid community I have around me. And I'm very, very grateful, very blessed to have amazing people in my life. So I'm just really, I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my community and especially for game nights. They're just so much fun. They're such a great way to like spend a weekend evening. So yeah, that's what I'm grateful for today. And then what am I currently loving? That's tough because as you guys know, I'm loving so many things right now. But one thing I'm really loving is hot yoga. I know I've talked about it before, but not in a while. And I went to a hot yoga class last week for the first time in a, in a minute honestly, in a while. And I forgot how much I loved it. There's just something about like hot yoga specifically. I don't know what it is, but I feel like for me, yoga is such a release, but then also talking about like the hot yoga, like the physical release of the sweat and the toxins and all that stuff, get a little woo woo, but I just love it. I love it. I love hot yoga. So that is what I am currently loving. I'm going tonight. I was debating like not going because Kyle and I are just taking it easy this weekend. But honestly, I was like, I think I need it physically. I think I need it mentally. So I'm definitely going to (laughs) go and I'm really excited for it. So that is what I'm currently loving. If you have never been to a hot yoga class, I definitely recommend it. Now let's talk about this week's topic. 
So I don't know about you guys, but all over social media, I've seen people talk about being like the long distance daughter, the long distance son, the person that moved across the country, the person that moved away. And if you do not know my story, I have moved a lot, especially in my early 20s. I actually lived in four different states within four years. And honestly, guys, I love that I did that. I love that I did that. So we're kind of talking about like getting the fuck out of your hometown, why you may want to do that why you may want to move across the country, and also four tips for if you are starting over somewhere new and you just need some tips if you're a little nervous, if you're a little scared, but things that can help you adjust to your new hometown. So I am someone, let me just give you my backstory a little bit really quick. I grew up in Southeastern Michigan and I do love it there. Okay. Like I love the Midwest. I love Michigan. I love being a Michigander. Go blue. But I did end up going to school up north, like pretty far up north. I always joked that I went the farthest I could go while having in-state tuition because my college was like eight hours away. In a blizzard once, it took us like 14 hours. It was a trip. I grew up in southeastern Michigan, and my school was like super far north in the UP, in the Upper Peninsula, for those of you who do not know, up in the Keweenaw Peninsula. And I loved it. I loved that experience. And that was kind of my first experience of moving far away. Because again, even though I was in my home state, I was so far that you weren't going home for the weekend. You weren't going home for the weekend. You weren't just seeing your friends randomly. Like that was not a thing that was not happening. So it was really a big adjustment. I think they said that the average commute for people who went to school there was like eight hours. So a lot of people were far away from home. And because of that, they implemented a ton of things to help you adjust to the community, adjust to the college. And I think that concept is something that you can apply whenever you're doing like a big move. So they always have in intro week. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I forget what they call it, but they have like an intro week before everyone else gets to campus for the freshmen. And they have you go into different cohorts for like your majors and they have activities all the time. And I think there's things that we can take from that experience that I use to help myself like get acquainted to the community, get to know the community and make new friends in a place where I didn't know anyone. Now, I will say, I think it's harder as an adult because when you're in school, you have like forced association, essentially. Like if you have people in your classes or if you have people maybe at your part-time job or all these different things, it's a lot easier, I think, when you're in college and everyone is kind of in that phase where they're looking for their place, right? So after I went to Michigan Tech, I moved from Northern Michigan out to Northwestern Montana, and I went to the University of Montana for grad school. And that was the first time I did a big cross-country move. And let me tell you, that was so terrifying. Like, that was so fucking scary, guys, because I knew no one. I was moving to a place I had, like, never been. I had been, like, one time. Um, and for Missoula specifically, we had, like, dinner there on the way to Glacier, once. And don't get me wrong. I remember it was very cool. Actually, when I looked back at like memories, um, when I went to Glacier, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the area and I was like, I'm going to live here someday. And so that's where I was actually supposed to go to school in Minnesota for grad school. But when I got into the university of Montana, I was like, Nope, I need to go here. I don't know why my guts it go for it. I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm a big go with your gut person. But when I moved across the country, it was really scary and really hard. Okay. 
And then after I went to the University of Montana, I took my first job as an internship in North Carolina, a very tiny town. Again, I'd never been. I had been to North Carolina, or no, I'd been to South Carolina. I hadn't been to North Carolina other than driving through it. I'd never been to this town specifically. So again, moving across the country where I know no one and I did not know what the fuck was going on. Okay. And then after that job, I went back to Michigan. I worked at the University of Michigan for a year before I finally made it out to Arizona, which is where I am now. So as you can see, Michigan, Montana, North Carolina, back to Michigan, down to Arizona. And again, with Arizona, I had never been here. I, I think I drove through it once. So I got like gas here once. And that was the extent of my Arizona knowledge. I did not know shit about shit when it came to living in Arizona. But it was a good job opportunity. My gut said go for it. And as you know from this podcast, if my gut says go for it, I fucking do it. Right? Now, as you can tell, I have experience with starting over, with moving to some place where I do not know anything about the area. Truly. Truly. I didn't know pretty much anything about Missoula, anything about Wingate, or anything about Phoenix. And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? How do I make friends? And it was really hard. And I will tell you right now, if you are thinking about getting the fuck out of your hometown, one, I do recommend it. Now, I know it's not for everyone. And this is not in a I'm shading where I grew up kind of vibe. Like that's not the vibe. I recommend it because I really think that when you live in new places, you experience new cultures, you get to like see how different parts of the country are so different, like so, so different. The culture is different. The attitudes of the people are different. The food is different, different types of just life experiences. I think it's really, really cool to be able to experience so many different parts of our beautiful country and to see the country. I love it. I think it's very cool. I, again, though, y'all know me, I'm a Sagittarius through and through. I got like five or six placements in my astrological chart that are Sagittarius. So I love moving. I don't like staying put. I like that freedom. We kind of talked about it on last week's episode, actually. Like I love location, freedom, time, freedom. So very Sagittarius of me to move all the fuck over. And I know that it's not for everyone. So this is also no shade to anyone that is happy where they grew up and they stayed there. Cause you know, I actually talked to this girl who I went to high school with and she was like, yeah, like, I think it's really admirable what you're doing you know, her boyfriend, now husband, and her had talked about moving away, but they decided that they would rather spend their vacation seeing new places versus spending their vacations like always going home. And I definitely respect that because that is something that's hard about moving far away is feeling kind of obligated to be the one that comes back, be the one that comes home and having to spend your vacations going home instead of like seeing other things. And I'm just going to say this, and this might not be kosher, You are under no obligation to always be the one that visits. Like people can visit you too. You do not have to spend every single one of your Christmas breaks, your Thanksgiving breaks, your spring breaks, like if you're in college or your seven days of PTO, you do not need to always spend it going home. You don't. And that might be an unpopular opinion. No, you can. I'm not saying don't go home ever. But don't feel like just because you're the one that moved away, that it is solely your responsibility to keep that connection and keep that effort. Because I really do believe that that is not the case. Like you are allowed to go and spread your wings just because your parents decided to live somewhere does not mean that you need to live there too. Okay. So we're going to debunk that right now. Um, And you don't need to feel guilty. I know a lot of people feel guilty when they move away because they're like, oh, 
are pe- what are people going to think of me? Are people going to make assumptions that I like hated it here or that I didn't like it? And, you know, sometimes that is the case. Sometimes you're like, this is just not where I want to be. But it doesn't need to be a negative thing. Just because you leave where you grew up, it doesn't need to be this big negative thing. It could solely be just because you want a new experience, right? You want to try something out, try something new. And I'm so grateful that I lived in so many different parts of the country because now I have like a much better idea of where I want to be long term, of what's important to me in like settling down, settling down in an area. You know, Kyle and I have debated whether or not we want to stay in Arizona. I like it for now. I'm not sure if we'll be here forever. There's no saying. I don't know. I think I can definitively say I would prefer Northern Arizona if we are to stay in Arizona, just because there's more trees. It's more outdoorsy, um, not as much of a city. I'm not a huge city person, but that's beside the point. So I'm now going to give you four tips for moving right? Because it can be a big, big change. It can be really hard and it can be very lonely, right? I think the biggest thing I combated was loneliness and figuring out, okay, what does life look like when it is literally just me? Okay. And now I will say when I moved to Montana, I did have some forced association with people, right? Being in school, you do meet people that way. Um, And then when I went to North Carolina, I, again, I was doing an internship. There was five other interns. So again, kind of like that forced association of people that I, in that situation, they provided housing. So I was automatically living with uh, four other girls, if I'm remembering correctly, four or five other girls, four other girls, yep, four other girls. And again, that kind of forces a community of sorts on you, which can be good, can be bad. You know, there's pros and cons to it. But when I moved to Arizona specifically, that was the hardest one because I was like, oh, I'm a fucking adult. And as you guys know, like you're not always friends with your coworkers. You might be, but you also might not be. And finding friends can be difficult. Finding a community can be difficult. So here's my first tip. And this is finding a place that has community that you can kind of become a part of. And of course, it might take a while. You know, when I moved to Montana and somewhat North Carolina, but mostly Montana, like I had been in a big, I'd been a big part of the church community in my undergrad uh, the last two years. And I've talked about that a little bit before. It was really good for me, especially like leaving Greek life to have that community. And I love the church community that I was a part of. When I was at Michigan Tech, like St. Al's is amazing. It's an amazing community, regardless of how religious you are. Like it was just an amazing group of people. And I'm still friends with a lot of people from there. And so I think one of the big things you can do to start off is find a community. So when I moved to Montana, I literally found a part-time job like super fast. And that was kind of cool because one, obviously money, but two, I really became friends with the people I worked with. So I was a bar or what a bartender. No, I was a barista. <laughs> Very different. A bartender, but of coffee. So I was a barista and I became a lot I became friends with those that I worked with. And that was really cool. So you can also look for churches. Like I did church hop a bit, um, both in Michigan as well as Montana. And I just I personally never found something. And to be honest, I did not really try to find a church. When I moved here to Arizona, I did find one church I really liked in Montana called Zootown. I love it. It's online. It's non-denominational. I did like that church. And I did find some community within that church. 
But I really think that finding a place of community is important. So when I moved to Arizona, the first time I really felt like I had a community here and I had friends was when I joined my Krav Maga gym. And I've talked about that a bit before. You you know the story. If not, I'll link the episode of why I joined a Krav Maga gym. But I really think that joining a gym, especially like a class-based gym, can be really great because when you go to a gym and it's just an individual workout, it can be a lot harder to meet people. You know, you have to make that effort to like make those connections. But when you're in a class, it can be a little bit easier. I found I've definitely started to make friends at my new gym um, in the classes that I'm in. So finding maybe a church, if that's your thing, or a gym, or even like a rec league, like go play some rec softball, some rec dodgeball, maybe a trivia night. So finding a place of community is going to be my first tip. I think it's very important because loneliness is one of the biggest things I know I struggled with when I moved because especially when you go somewhere where you know literally no one, it can be very lonely and very isolating. And honestly, I learned to like my alone time through this process, but it still can be very difficult. And a lot of people struggle with that. I mean, I think we saw that during um, the pandemic was how much isolation and loneliness affects people. And it can be really bad. So finding a place that makes you feel involved is really, really good. The second tip is you have to put yourself out there. And I know it's scary. I know it's scary. But one of the ways I've made friends in Arizona specifically was Bumble BFF. Yes, like the dating app, they have a friendship version. And I know a lot of women specifically use it to find friends, especially as adults. It's hard. It's hard to find friends as adults. And I have found some of my better friends here in Arizona through Bumble BFF. I am not fucking kidding. And to be quite honest, I'm kind of like, should I go back on it? Because some of my friends moved. That's the Phoenix life as people are here and then they leave, which not the end of the world by any means. But I was like, oh, but honestly, I don't think I'm going to for now. But it is an amazing resource. So putting yourself out there, you know, I, I know someone that moved across the country and she didn't enjoy it, but she also like never left a room and she never really put herself out there. And if you don't put yourself out there, you of course are going to hate where you where you moved. So that's another tip. And I think in general this these are tips that can help you if you're just like looking for a community or you're looking to get more involved in the area you're in. Say you're just like not very happy or you need to like join a new friend group. These tips are really applicable to everyone in my opinion, but especially if you just moved. Okay. So put yourself out there. That is key. And that takes bravery. That takes courage. I know it's not easy. I know, especially in today's day and age, no one likes actually making those real life connections, but it's really important because if you never put yourself out there, you are absolutely going to hate your life. I'm just going to be honest. You're not going to like the new place you lived if you have literally no friends. Even for those of you who are introverts and like your alone time, because trust me, I've learned to like my alone time. You need someone. Like I said, isolation can be very dangerous for the mental health. So we want to avoid that. So you need to put yourself out there. You need to be brave. The amount of like coffee dates I went on as friends, like a big one was going to the dog park. I'd bring Hunter to the dog park and I'd like get coffee with a girl. And I met some people that way. I met some roommates that way. I met some good friends that way. Like one of my best friends, the one I mentioned the other week, who's traveling across the world. We met through mutual friends, but I met that friend on Bumble BFF and she met her on Bumble BFF. So we basically met through Bumble BFF kind of. So my third tip is you need to like get to know your new home. You need to figure out 
what it's like in your area. So this kind of goes into my second tip as well of putting yourself out there. But one thing I did when I moved to Arizona and I really enjoyed was I went paddleboarding with a group of people that go and they, it's like through a shop, um, through a paddleboard shop and they're called No Snow. If you're ever in the Phoenix area, I really like them. And they like allow you to just kind of show up and go paddleboarding with this group. And so again, you have to put yourself out there, but getting to know your new area is really important. So through that, I got to know the Salt River. I got to know people um, going hiking again, like this Bumblebee GFF, I'd go hiking with girls, which again, I guess maybe a little sketchy because people are kind of, kind of crazy, but I never had a problem with it. Usually I'd meet someone up for coffee first and, you know, make sure they're not going to murder me and then go hiking or something. But getting to know your new home, hiking, paddleboarding, like if there's a farmer's market on the weekends, going to the farmer's market or going to like a local festival, especially in the summertime, there's so many different things. Like in my hometown, we have Melon Fest, we have Balloon Festival, we have like tons of different things that are really fun, really cool. And so like check out what is happening in your local community and go. Even if you go alone, you may find new things you like. You may find a new coffee shop you like. You may find a new restaurant you like. And becoming a regular somewhere can be a really great way to meet people too, right? So that's something I really recommend is get to know the area you live in. Like figure out the area, figure out where you like to go, how you like to spend your time. Even if it's, I always get coffee every Friday morning at this local shop instead of making it at home or every Sunday I go to the farmer's market or whatever the case may be. Getting to know your area, I think also it helps it feel like home to you. Finding those things that you really like in your area help you to make this new area your home because you don't want it to just be like a place you're stopping through. Even if you are stopping through it, you want to like embrace it. Like if you're moving somewhere new, if you want like a new life experience, like you might as well embrace this new area you're in. And if you're going to embrace a new area you're in, you got to get to know it, right? So put yourself out there, get to know your new home, figure out what the area is like, what is there to do. And now my last tip, and this might be a little controversial, but honestly, I have found it to be helpful is like get a part-time job. Get a part-time job somewhere, even if you don't do it for that long. Like I said, one of the best ways I made friends was at my coffee shop when I was a barista in Montana. A lot of my friends right now in Arizona are from the spa that I work at part-time because it's fun. It gets you out of the house. A little extra money never hurt, right? But also you get to know people and you get to meet people you may have otherwise not known, you know? And so I really recommend that. And again, I know a lot of people are like, well, I just want to enjoy my weekends. Okay, that's fine. It doesn't need to be a traditional like part-time job. You could just do Rover or whatever, like house sitting. I don't know. There's tons of things you can do, but putting yourself out there. Like overall, my big tip guys is immerse yourself into your community. You do not want to move across the country just to sit in your apartment, just to sit in your condo, whatever. You do not want to just sit around. You want to immerse yourself. So whether that's becoming active in a gym nearby, active in a church, go to the rec league, you dominate the softball league, you own the trivia night every week at the local bar, like whatever. Putting yourself out there, getting to know your new home, maybe getting a new job and finding the place that makes this place feel like home to you, finding that community that helps you really get to know your area. Those are going to be my four tips for if you move across the country, because I've done it a lot. And I think it's really important that 
you have bravery, you have courage, and that you really allow yourself the opportunity to even like the area. I know too many people that move and are like, oh, this fucking sucked, but they didn't really give it a full try. Like, give it the old college try, you know? If you love it, give it a chance. Give it a chance to surprise you. Give it a chance to just really become your home because if you don't immerse yourself in it, it's never going to become home, right? And I am so grateful that I moved across the country. So if you're someone that's thinking about it, if you're someone that thinks is thinking about packing up all your stuff, putting it in your car and starting a new life somewhere, I'll be honest, fucking send it. Go for it. I am so grateful that I lived in four different states within four years. It completely changed my life. I absolutely loved the experience. And I think that every single person should live somewhere new in their lifetime. I really do. Hot take. I know there's people that grew up somewhere and they stay there their whole lives. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's very cool and it really helps you grow as a person to see different parts of the world, different parts of the country, and to see how different people live. And it gives you new life experiences. I'm a big, big believer in that. And I'm really grateful that my parents encouraged me to do that. I know not everyone does. A lot of parents are like, no, don't leave ever, which I respect, right? Like you love your family. You want to spend time with your family. I get it. But I think it's really important to spread your wings and fly. So whether that's through just day trips, whether that's through literally even like a summer job, you know, like I was listening to a podcast and this girl, she was going to go work out on a ranch in Montana for like six months. That is an amazing way to do it. I know my dad, he was a camp counselor in Idaho for a couple summers, like when he was a teenager. That again can be an amazing way to go somewhere new, or you could work at like a ski resort for six months, like all these different things are really fun, like seasonal jobs, especially if you're young and can help you just like explore the world, explore the country. Those are my tips, guys. If you've been thinking about it, don't be scared. I know, well, you can allow yourself to be scared, but don't let the fear hold you back from living the life that you want. If you want to pick up your stuff and if you want to move across the country, fucking do it. Do not let this fear of trying something new, of putting yourself out there, hold you back from the experiences you really want. Because I will tell you right now, I think I would have re regretted it if I did not go and try these new things and live in these new areas. So if that is any help, I hope it helps you. I hope these tips make sense. Now let's dive into a chakra card, shall we? Okay, so I love when this happens, guys. I pulled the card before the episode and I didn't even connect the dots on how aligned it is, but this is the truth card and it is connected to your throat chakra, which if you have a blue lace agate crystal, highly recommend. It's one of my favorite crystals, helps with the throat chakra. But guys, this card is all about living your truth. Do we not just talk about that? If you want to fucking move, move. So you have your divine truth within you. And I think this is something that's really important to remember is we all have our own truth. We all have our own experiences, our own perspective that we live life through. And the universe is filling you up with your own truth. And it's really important to figure out what is the truth for you. What is important to you? What, what matters to you? What, what is the life that you are meant to live? Like to live your purpose, to live your truth. And you are being encouraged to connect and become aware of yourself and your truth and this connection, right? And it's going to be deeply in your heart. Okay, so connect to your throat chakra, connect to your heart chakra. And also, 
I take this as a reminder to speak your truth. Every, like I said, everyone's truth is different. Everyone's perspective is different. Everyone has a different lens on this life, right? But it is really important to not only live your truth, but speak your truth and to do so with heart and compassion. Of course, whenever we get a throat chakra card, like a communication card, I'm going to put the caveat of if you're going to communicate, it's also important to listen, right? A big part of communication isn't just speaking. It's also listening, right? And so it is now time to open up and be honest with yourself, with what it is you really want, maybe with those around you, with your family, and to share from your heart and honor how you feel. It's really, really important to not dismiss your personal truth. So again, like I was saying, if you want to move across the country, move across the country. If you want to start a new job, start a new job. If you want to do a new fitness routine, do it. What is your truth? Take the time to connect with yourself. Okay, it's really important to create that space because if you do not create the space to really tap into your inner knowing, it's going to be really hard to figure out what your truth is. So I hope this makes sense today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really enjoyed this episode. And this is my reminder to not be scared to start over. Do not be scared to take a chance, take a leap on your dreams. If you want to move, move. If you want to make a new friend group, these tips apply to, and just live life on your terms. Do not live for other people. Do not fucking settle. You guys know how I feel about that. You know how I feel about not fucking settling, okay? So this is your reminder to go after it today. Have an amazing week and do not forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.